0: Right about the same time as that release, the share price dropped by about seven or eight bucks. And that's not something that happens very often on a Friday evening at 7 p.m. Most people are done trading for the week. The Tesla Q podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended for and should not be used as financial, investment, or trading advice. Research associated with fiscal decisions should be conducted elsewhere. The host of the show possesses no license or credentials to warrant accepting advice based on what is heard on the Tesla Q podcast. Additionally, even though the host and guests may hold positions in companies discussed on the show, they don't have insights into the next time step of the simulation. Therefore, do not make any financial decisions based on the contents of the Podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode number fifty four of the Testacube Podcast. That clip that you just heard was part of Tom T. Hall's song, Paradise. And you might ask yourself, why is he playing a song at the beginning of this podcast? And I'll tell you. It's because I am a fan of songs that have a narrative. Uh, Storytelling is a key, key part of human life. That's how information's been passed down for generations and generations, centuries and centuries, thousands and thousands of years. So it's something that we... We as humans are very used to is storytelling and I'll get into how that applies to Tesla a little bit more in just a bit. But if you'd like to be a contributor to the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash Tesla Q podcast and become a monthly contributor. My goal this year is to put out about one episode per week, which was the average in 2019. Some weeks we'll have zero. Some weeks we'll have two on a very rare occasion. There may be a week that has three. But that'll be pretty rare. Um, also, if you want Shorty merchandise, I think Evacuation Boy is still running the Shorty store at evacuationboy.com. And if you haven't listened to the Chartcast yet, uh, Tesla Charts has his own podcast along with Georgia Orwell, his co-host. And that's edited by Evacuation Boy with the intros and outros read by Poles Tesla. Occasionally, he he reads a little poem as well. So I highly recommend that. They've had six episodes published so far. The seventh one should be coming out this week. The seventh one is featuring Pete DiCaprio of Crow Point Partners, CPP Invest on Twitter. And next week, Tiffany, who is a Tesla Solar customer who has been very treated very, very badly by Tesla, is going to be the next guest on the ChartCast. Uh, my understanding is that that has been recorded and is on its way to being edited now. He's gotten off to a very good start with his podcast and I wish him well and if he ever wants to have me on I would gladly oblige and I'd be glad to have him on again as well. There's room for a third Tesla specific podcast from the short side of things. In fact uh, I don't think his once a week and my once a week is enough. So back to the uh, the, the whole point of this episode storytelling. So the entire. Tesla saga is basically one big story and Elon Musk is a master storyteller so controlling the narrative has been a key part of this whole whole saga uh, going back to March of 2013 when the share price first had its massive skyrocketing the narrative shifted they, ha- they had taken out the DOE loan but then they paid it back early was the narrative that was put forth they they had their their huge huge March 2013 quarter, uh, which allowed them to show a profit for that quarter, and again that boosted the narrative. the The narrative throughout a lot of 2019 was not so positive, uh, especially last year when the uh, quarter one deliveries came in at 63,000, which was down considerably from quarter three and quarter four of 2018. It looked like demand for Teslas might truly be in trouble apparently the the narrative that it was logistical issues of deploying to the whole world had plenty of truth behind it uh, there were many many vehicles that were probably probably got to shore at the end of quarter 1 of 2019 but weren't delivered to customers until quarter 2 so 63,000 deliveries last year in quarter 1 95,000 in quarter 2 Ninety seven thousand two hundred in quarter three and hundred twelve thousand now in quarter four of twenty nineteen. So the narrative has has ebbed and flowed. Uh, other other aspects of the narrative had the huge overhang of the SEC issue that hung over Elon's head from basically February all the way till the end of April of twenty nineteen. That kind of put a, a cap on the share price. It was a A dark cloud looming over Tesla. Like, is the SEC going to come down on Elon and and hammer Tesla and, and cause some impact? At the same time, there was the overhang of the Vern Unsworth lawsuit, which hung over Elon's head until December 6th, 2019, when Elon got the not liable verdict. In August, we had the Walmart lawsuit that came to light with the seven different fires at seven different Walmart locations from Solar City installations, Tesla solar installations. Uh, Whether it was the amphenol connector that was the issue or not, who knows. Uh, Ultimately, that that was settled and we haven't heard anything about it since then because it got settled. Uh, Similarly, there was the paint issues in Finland. Uh, There was the the guy on Twitter and YouTube that made all sorts of videos and was hammering that issue really, really hard, made a lot of progress and apparently he got paid off and just getting paid off is one thing but getting paid off and then turning around and shilling for tesla is is another thing and that seems to be what's happened in that case in numerous numerous instances of lawsuits tesla has settled and likely exchanged some money and asked for a a non-disclosure agreement at minimum and in some cases apparently they've asked for people to start being shills for them so uh, with with the whole Vernon Unsworth case and Linwood, with the reflections by the lake and all that stuff, was that part of a settlement and NDA and request for minor shilling? I don't know. It was very unusual at the time, but that cloud of the the lawsuit being lifted helped change the narrative. In addition to the fact that Tesla re- reported a profit for quarter three, that changed the narrative. The uh, unveiling of the Cybertruck, of course, gave another aspect of the narrative for Elon to, to talk about. The progress of the China Gigafactory, where they showed the, the vehicles that had their final assembly completed in China, that shifted the narrative. Delivering the 15 Model 3s to Tesla employees in China aided the narrative. Delivering the first vehicles to customers that weren't employees changed the narrative. Elon dancing on stage in China victoriously changed the narrative, but also on the the short side of things where and the, the skeptical side of things, there's a clear narrative that has been in play for, for quite some time ever since the solar city bailout, which clearly based on all the court documents available that are out there on plain sight in plain sight, able to be seen uh, based on all of that, It was clearly a bailout. Clearly, the solar roof tiles were not a viable product at the time of their unveiling in October of 2016. So that was deceptive. The bailout was deceptive. It was clearly to control the narrative, to not have SolarCity go bankrupt, and have the whole pyramid of cards collapse, as I believe Elon was quoted as saying in one of the depositions. There was the promises about the Model 3, uh the 420,000 reservations, that looks based on some of the the things out there, that looks like there may have been some sketchiness with that. It's a very minor thing, not very not all that important. The promised production rate of the Model 3, however, was grossly exaggerated early on. That was part of what helped some of their capital raises. The 5,000 Model 3s per week Uh, was supposed to happen by the end of 2017. It didn't happen until the second, very, very end of the second quarter of 2018, although that even required going a little bit past midnight by a couple hours, and it involved a 14% first-pass quality yield. So numerous, numerous timelines over the years Elon Musk has been laid on. The 420 Funding Secured tweet in August of 2018 – clearly had had many aspects of fraudulence behind it, uh, as evidenced by the $40 million that Tesla and Elon combined to pay in fines to the Securities and Exchange Commission. So on the short seller side of things, the Tesla skeptic side of things, there's what appears to be a clear narrative as well. The, the doxing of Montana skeptic, the accusations against Kabushka, which were unfounded, the Accusation against Vern Unsworth, which was unfounded, Christina Ballon, uh, her defamation case that's out there, the whistleblowers, Martin Tripp, Carl Hansen, uh, I forget the other guy's name from the Gigafactory, but these people who have been mistreated by Tesla, the customers that have trouble getting refunds, have trouble getting service for their cars, the solar customers who have had their roofs damaged and have gotten no recourse, just all these people that have been mistreated by Tesla. There is a there's a common narrative that is very visible to people like me who are skeptical of Tesla and Elon Musk. So narrative is very, very important. So back to the the little intro of the song there. So I haven't listened to much Tom T. Hall music yet, although I'm, I'm starting to, but it seems like most of his songs tell a story. And a thing that I've noticed over, I don't know how many years, but uh, a lot of my favorite songs that develop into my favorites are because they have a story behind them. So this particular one, uh, he's just talking about Muhlenberg County in Kentucky, which I guess is where he's from. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, but that little clip that I played, I I selected because he mentions Mr. Peabody's Coal Train. So Peabody Coal, if I'm not mistaken, is still a business today. Uh, They may have gone through bankruptcy a time or two, but uh, just that caught my ear. So I thought that it might be appropriate to include in this podcast. Um, So storytelling. A couple of my other favorite songs over the years uh, are Because of Stories. I was going to play some other ones one is about a ship uh it was written by josh ritter and my favorite rendition is by the punch brothers uh but it's called another new world and it's a song talking about a ship and ultimately at the end of the song uh they the guy the, the singer mentions burning the ship for for heat and everything and that made me think about the the tesla shipping so if you haven't yet there's an excellent Uh, ship tracker that's available it's in a google document and i've started looking at it uh it's where tesla charts the other day tweeted out the track of of one of the ships that was on its way to pier 80 in san francisco so there's a number of of places where you can track information that are out there Uh, i haven't in the past i hadn't tracked things all that closely but i've started to a lot more Uh, There's the the Troy tesla tracker that has configurations of Teslas. There's that shipping spreadsheet. I'll include a link to it in the show notes. There's the eu-evs.com, which has data for the Netherlands, Norway, and Spain. Uh, Quarter 1 2020 is tracking for far less deliveries than quarter 4 2020, when the Netherlands tax situation was changing. But going forward i plan to to follow the numbers quite a bit more closely so back to the whole concept of narratives and and shifting so elon has been fully in control of the narrative basically from october 23rd when they announced quarter 3 earnings until i guess say this past wednesday or thursday early mid mid january 2020 i'm recording this on january 20th 2020 so I think last Tuesday was the day that, that Tesla hit 547 per share in the pre-market, and uh, it's just been insane. Um, but So Elon's been in control of the narrative, but there's a new thing that's out there that has a chance to start to shift the narrative, and that is the NHTSA petition related to all of the reported instances of sudden unintended acceleration. Late Friday in the after hours at about 7 p.m., the NHTSA released the redacted version of that petition. I will include a link to that petition in the show notes. But right about the same time as that release, the share price dropped by about seven or eight bucks. And that's not something that happens very often on a Friday evening at 7 p.m. Most people are done trading for the week. So a price move like that is not quite a nothing burger. I think in the, the German market, I think it opened at about the same level as what it had fallen to Friday in the aftermarket, but I think it immediately got pushed back up. Uh, the, the U.S. market was closed today for Martin Luther King Jr. Day, but we'll see, we'll see what the, the U.S. market does tomorrow with Tesla's share price. Uh, another recent story that's come up, which could have some impact on the narrative, if it gets picked up by a more mainstream outlet than the Tesla Q podcast, is the unintended app purchases phenomenon. I termed it the sudden unintended app purchases phenomenon to just to play off the the sudden unintended acceleration acronym. Uh, but Nassim Taleb, who's an author, he's written about black swan events and, and, and several other things, but he apparently accidentally purchased a a software upgrade in the Tesla app and tried to get a refund and was told that Tesla's policy is not to give refunds. So just a, a very odd occurrence. Elon Musk actually replied to, to Mr. Taleb, who has multiple hundreds of thousands of followers on Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. And very admirably, Mr. Taleb said that he did not want special treatment for this issue, that he wanted everyone to have the issue resolved, not just him, because of his blue checkmark status. So, I I tip my hat to Mr. Taleb in that regard, and uh, thank him for that stance that he took. And if you if if you happen to be a Tesla customer and have experienced a an unintended app purchase, get in touch with me if you want. Uh, I doubt you're listening to this podcast, but but maybe. And back to the narrative shift. So. This is the Tesla Q Podcast. As I've mentioned before, the name comes from the addition of a Q to the end of a ticker symbol when a company goes bankrupt. I don't see a near-term path to a Tesla bankruptcy. So my Twitter name currently is the Tesla is Overvalued Podcast. So that's just a little tiny bit of branding, temporary. But uh, for now, I'm the Tesla is Overvalued Podcast. So we'll see what happens in the near future to change that there was a Charlie Gasparino tweet earlier today that was about Tesla having access to to new cash so why would a company that has 5.4 billion dollars of cash and now has three separate convertible bond offerings that are fully in the money need to raise new cash well yeah they're about to have to pay for the China gigafactory and possibly have to pay for gigafactory 4 near Berlin over in Germany assuming they actually want to build it. They probably need some tooling for the semi, some tooling for the Cybertruck. They probably already paid for most of the stuff for the, the Model Y because it sounds like they might be accelerating the release of that. But $5.4 billion is that's a pretty good chunk of change. So why, why do they need new money? Are quarter one sales not, not quite that good? I don't know. We'll see about that. We'll see how the narrative shift goes. And uh, if you are interested in Tom T. Hall's music... Go check it out on Spotify or wherever you listen to music. The Punch Brothers are good, too. Josh Ritter writes some really good songs. Uh, One other song that I will uh, mention, I'll actually uh, try to pull up a clip and play just a little bit of it, is also from Josh Ritter. And it's a a song about uh, a guy and a girl stuck in a nuclear missile silo. And it's a very uh, existential song and... It tells an, an interesting story, so I like the song. So I'm going to I'm gonna find that real quick, and then we'll close out the episode. All right, the song is called The Temptation of Adam, and I'm going to find a good clip to play for you. I wanna roll with singing W W I We smiled and we both knew that you Oh, was so easy to fall in love with you it felt almost like a home of sorts of something. And you would keep the warhead missile silent good as new. And I watched you with my thumb above the button. And then one night you found me in my army issue card. And you told me of your flash of inspiration. You said fusion was the broken heart that's lonely's only thought. And all night long you So that just gives you a little taste of my taste in music, I guess. The fact that it has a narrative and tells a story is is what I like about it. And with Tesla, the story is very, very important. So we'll see how the the narrative of Tesla shifts going forward. And thank you for listening. If you want to be a contributor, go to patreon.com slash teslaqpodcast. And check out all the different places that you can track Tesla's deliveries in quarter one here. And we'll see what happens with the financials Uh, January 29th, Wednesday. That's uh, right at about a week from when I'm recording this. A week and two days, actually. But be on the lookout. And thanks for listening. This has been Episode 54 of the Tesla Q Podcast. Bye bye